talkie talkie noises? Talkie talkie talkie? Negative. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. With the Bruce and the Yang. Hello, future people, and you're again listening to another episode of Game Table with your host, The Brew. Hey! And that other guy over there is Captain Socks. What's up, my friends? And, and, and the other guy's George. Nobody cares about George. Yes, no one cares we about me. Um, Br- Bruce was uh, so so uh, uh, rude and asked us to be up so late that Michelle almost could have made it, but but not quite. So it's still just the three of us. We almost had a foursome, though. It's a shame that some of us have to work for a living. Yeah, and it's a shame that some people live on the uh, the upside down part of the earth where they could fall off. Yeah, but I have talent and skill, so I don't. Uh, how how is everyone doing? Are we are we fine or are we okay? Doing well. I'm I'm better than I was yesterday. Yesterday I had one and a half hours sleep. I'm doing well. So you got two and a half hours of sleep? Seven. Wow. It's almost like I'm human. Almost. Well, well let's not push it there. That's why it was almost. Shall we discuss some recently thingy, Bobby? Newly received or noteworthy information, especially about recent or important events. Otherwise known as the news, Bruce, what do you have for us in the news? Okay, first story I came across completely randomly. Um, A couple of months ago, we were talking about ideas from 80s cartoons that would make really cool games. Yes. Um, we spoke a while talking about He-Man. Um, I think G.I. Joe was mentioned, though I, that got shot down. Somebody actually has one out already called Bot War, and it's totally not based on the Transformers. Definitely not based on the Transformers. So it's based on GoBots? It's definitely based on Transformers. Um, th- there's definitely inspirations. It's very much its own thing. Uh, the lore is very different. Uh, the models... You can see the models are inspired, but they don't look like the characters. Um, and yeah, so there could be GoBots though too. Could be, yeah. I mean, by rights, I think Hasbro owns both of them now. Anyway, I could be wrong. I think they brought. Well, Go- GoBots was the knockoff of Transformers, and yeah. Actually, ironically, uh, they were both being developed around the same time, and technically, GoBots hit TV first, but nobody cared. Something like uh, that. I could be slightly off. I think it was uh, the the Transformers merchandise at Shell's first, though. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, so Bot War is by a company called Traders Galaxy, which is a one-man crew based in Australia. Um, the original rule set is for like 8mm models, but it works perfectly with 40mm models, which is what he sells. Um, I found out recently, as in like a day or so ago, that he's actually going to Kickstarter for a new edition in the next month or so because he's moving across from so, to resin. oh good um initially here looking at stuff ooh, bags of plastic um looking at some of the pictures uh on the facebook page you got like the the lamborghini diablo with the wings and the tires pointing down for repulsors and then the the transforming vehicles kind of <clears throat> those uh remind me of mask vehicles you know where it's like oh it's yes. this car but oh it, it has wings and now it can fly and it has no aerodynamic properties but it's cool i i miss mask mask was a much better show than people give it credit for oh it's way better plus like you had transforming vehicles not 
not vehicles that transformed into robots, but vehicles that transformed into other vehicles, which was that was cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, there is some nice looking models in this. Um, they seem to have. He just talks generally about how it's inspired by eighties cartoons from a kid. Um, but you can definitely see in the lore there's inspirations that come from your Megatrons, and there's inspiration that comes from Musk, etc., etc. Yeah, um, I'm probably going to check this out on Kickstarter when it goes live. I- I'm very, very, yeah. Th- this looks interesting to me. Well, and, and the fact that it's a, a local bloke for you, you might be able to actually uh, chat him up some. Hey, yeah. Well, supporting local business has always been important to me. Don't know well, where he's based. Well, it's Australia. I mean, how hard can it be to like you know track someone down in Australia? You, you do know that our country is larger than your. You do know that you know less your country is inhabited than mine. That is true, but size makes tracking people down a little bit more. Meh. Um. Next. Uh. This was posted by Michelle. This is a. This is a pretty big thing. Um, Captain Sox, uh, do you still have enough unpainted that you can do this? <laughs> yeah, I've got all my uh, Shaltari and my uh, Scourge from my Kickstarter uh, for Drop Fleet that are still sitting in boxes. So yeah, I've got plenty of stuff that I could do if I wanted to. It's and I've stripped backlog. all the paint off of mine, so I could do this hey, too. Hey, actually, you can, yes. You should. No, George, you are doing this. I want you to start tomorrow morning. Uh, I have to do brakes on my truck tomorrow morning, but yeah. Um, you have time so, to take a picture of your unpainted models. Yeah, it's fair. I, I'd be tempted to, but I would either have to strip mine back and repaint or buy new stuff, and I'm not really in a position to buy more drop fleet that I'm not going to use, unless I buy Shaltari for myself. I'm definitely going to try to con Dave, the guy with the PHR fleet, into trying to get it done quickly, though. Yeah, so uh, Michelle posted this. Uh spring drop competition um sources drop fleet and drop zone commander facebook pages assemble and paint 1000 points in 12 weeks post on the thread and show what you're pledging including an army list uh must must start as either new in box sprues or constructed in base coat at most one entry per person may 29th deadline uh tt combat deep deep cut studios and army painter supported prizes. So, so, so TT Combat are supplying a prize that's hinted to be rather decent, but they haven't said what it is yet. Apparently, it's top secret. Um, T, uh, Deep Cut Studios are actually supplying custom dice trays for the winner with your faction logo on it and a 20% Ooh. discount for all contestants. That actually makes it affordable for me to get one of their mats. Um, Ooh. No, I am going to have to enter this just for that. Uh, and the Army Painter are including a great paint set for each of the winners. So there'll be multiple winners in this. It, it, this is big. This is big. And he kept this it's very huge. quiet. Yeah, we didn't know about it until he launched on Facebook. We are like, what the hell, dude? We know a lot of this sort of stuff before it tends to go live. And this came out of nowhere. Yeah, he's what been... the hell, Michelle? Yeah, <laughs> And, that, and he's been pestering me on our little uh, Facebook chat to uh, for me to get into it. I'm just like, mm, I'd like to. I mean, I've got some some of my uh, scourge built, but yeah, I could dig some out and put some more together to get that thousand points pretty easily. Well, if uh, I wanted. Right now, for me, that that'd be fairly easy for me to do because I have 
a unassembled new new inbox dreadnought and then four 500 points right there 400 yeah i mean that that's half my list you know half the the competition right there and you know just whip out a few uh um uh battle cruisers and i'd be done oh i could almost do that too actually so so how about this we 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 do this we enter this competition but then we also you know like put up you know we let uh the the few people you know like pick you know you know which one of us did the best I like that. I am gonna to have to buy some stuff, but yeah, no, I like that. So I was about to tell you what I what I would do for my paint scheme, but now I can't because yeah, top secret. Well, either I have to paint something to match one of the schemes I already have, or I need a new force entirely. <laughs> I was this thinking about. I'm probably got the hardest job here. Yeah, you probably do because I I don't have any scourge. I mean, I have a. Like I said, have a few scourge ships put together. None of them are painted yet, so I could go off of a blank canvas of what I wanted for my fleet in terms of colors and paint scheme. Big heads up to Michelle and anyone else that was involved in getting this together. I mean, I know that Michelle was obviously the person that announced it, but I don't know if he was the only one behind it or not. Um, the fact that TT Combat supported it quite secretly is probably why we didn't know, maybe, because they had to keep it quiet, I suspect. Well, if their price support is kind of, you know, hush-hush, then yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. B- big ups to anybody that was involved in putting this together. This is the biggest competition I've seen on either of these two games at all. And it's a good time to be doing it with TT agents launched and everything. These games are but like there's legit inspiration out there for people to get involved. I'm now sitting here pulling out my Dreadnought from its box to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on I'm on DF list uh, right now, going through the the scourge ships, trying to figure out what I'd actually want to build with all my stuff that's still sitting in sprues. Well, while you two are doing that, I'm going to quickly do an update on the Asmodi story from last episode. Um, we spoke about a new policy that Asmodi had launched, uh, where they have now changed it so that you have to go to the place you brought your game from to get missing things, rather than going directly to them. Um, at the time, because the article itself says that it only applies to the USA, but it's worth noting that there's another section right down the bottom in Frequently Asked Questions where it actually says that everybody else has to do it as well. I have actually had to go through this because I had a piece missing in my Loki and Hellebox. Uh, one of the very small pieces um, came off the sprue, which is not that's not really unusual, especially with small pieces in these sort of games. Um I contacted Asmodi directly, which is not how I found this out. Um, Asmodi actually did actually send it to me anyway. Um, I also, I, I basically, I did that and I contacted the supplier and basically they spoke to each other and then arranged to get it out to me. So for anyone that's nervous about it, I did promise the people in the article that I would give an update when I heard something back. Um, took me three or four days to get a, a message back and they're sending it to me directly. So that doesn't look like it's changed much to me, um, which is a bonus. I mean, if you were local to your store, then I guess you'd do it that way. But because I brought mine from somewhere in Sydney, it made more sense to send it to me directly. So big ups on that one so far, I guess. I'm sitting here trying to wrap my mind around the how many pieces and how big this thing is right now. The Shaltari? The Dreadnought. If I, if I remember correctly, it was pretty big. It's not uh, as big as the... Um, it's the smallest one, too. Yeah, it's true. 
Um, some guy named Duncan Rhodes has a YouTube channel now. Uh, Are you really going to know... ask who this is? Is is this someone we should know? Two uh, two thin coats. That doesn't work here. You need at least one good heavy coat. No, um, Dunk Duncan is the Duncan that used to work for Games Workshop. That was the really good guy in all of those videos. Yeah, yes, I I, I know. I, I was just here where I live. Two two thin coats doesn't work. You need you need a heavy coat because um, it's cold. You're hilarious. So yeah, um, Duncan Rhodes, his YouTube channel is now live. Um, there is actually a couple of videos out for it already. One is like a full paint tutorial for uh, one of the battle sisters. I can't remember the exact character. Um, he also has another video of just like a teaser because it's the Duncan Rhodes Painting Academy from memory. Painting Academy, yeah. And there's another one where he actually talks about what it's going to be that he's doing. Uh, just a couple of quick highlights. He is not running a Patreon, but there will be a paint. So there will be a pay thing involved at some stage. Um, my advice would be, if you used to like Duncan on the GW videos, he was probably the better presenter they had. Um, if you're a fan of his stuff, look up Duncan Rhodes in YouTube and watch the video that's called What is Duncan Rhodes Painting Academy? And just get an idea for yourself. It's only just over four minutes long. It's not going to be a lot of your day. And it's 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 probably worth following it. Between him, Anga Haraldes. Like, there's some really good YouTube stuff out there for painting right now. Oh, and it's no longer just G-Dub stuff, which is a bonus. He's also painting um, Stormtroopers up. Uh, he shows there's some G-Dub stuff. There's some World War II stuff in there as well. So it's not pure G-Dub anymore. You'll be able to get some different inspiration. Going back to uh, the Chops Fleet uh, competition, I think thinking back on what I have built already i may have a thousand points already built i just gotta go get paint now then you've got your problem solved i know paint george does too because he's a think of michelle oh no i have to do some reassembly on mine because the the method of stripping the paint off they they did fall apart some so but that's that's small small that would be your problem i have to order stuff and then wait for it to get here it's the person i normally buy my stuff from a lot of their stuff's out of stock at the moment and they're in the process of getting it in so I don't know if I'm too late to get in on that order or not. I at least you can find... get stuff. That is true. Well, I could always get it directly as well. But yeah, I am going to lose two But weeks. I'm not going to pay £100 or get £100 worth of stuff just to get shipping. That's yeah, fair. That you need fair. two dreadnoughts, though. I'm waiting for Gen Con. I do need two dreadnoughts. One for PHR, one for UCM. You're correct. But I'm going to wait for Gen Con. There, that's £100. That's free shipping. Problem solved. Yeah. There's nothing, there's the nothing in that rules that says it needs to be a legal list. It just says it needs to be a thousand points. That is true. You do have to include an army list in the photo, in the post though. So if from two, from two different forces, I'm guessing you have to supply two different army lists. I'm going to call oh, hacks cool. on if you just paint two dreadnoughts. I'm calling hacks already. <laughs> <laughs> Especially a PHR one because with an airbrush, you can get that done in like what? 20 minutes? Yeah, probably. Yeah, sounds about right. Do do a be beautiful uh, airbrush, uh, you know, camel something or whatever on the the big magnificent hull, and then dry brush the rest of it, and it's done, and it'll look amazing. You've got to think of George here. He has three steps. He has to do a black under glossy coat, and then he has to do the 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 the, the color shift paints, and then he has and to the dot dots. every single dot, every single dot. Are you listening, George? 
I'm, I will conscribe my child to uh, paint the dots. <laughs> Slave labor is not approved by this podcast. Okay, fine. I'll pay him. A, I'll pay him a penny a dot. He'll wind up with ten bucks. Child labor is not okay. It is if you're Actually, the parent. No, 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 no. You can do that, but then he gets the price. Yeah, that works. That works. Um, <laughs> Warcaster Neo Mechana is live on Kickstarter. So this is the new game by Privateer Press that we said looks dangerously like Infinity. Oh, the Infinity, oh, yeah. um, yeah. the the Infinity uh, Wormerhorn. Yeah. So there is pictures on the Kickstarter that you can look at now. Um, there's definitely some things there that's very similar. Um, I mean, it is anime inspired. Um, the the equivalent of the Warjacks or tags in Infinity do look a lot more different than Infinity than I expected it to. But there's definitely stuff amongst the um, everyday ground troops that scream Infinity yeah. to me. I mean, I'm not saying it's ripping off Infinity. I am not saying that. I'm just saying that's very, very similar and they need to be careful. The gameplay is actually completely different, though. Um, it seems to have this idea where you can't lose your models in attrition. Uh, when something dies, it goes back onto like a waiting list, kind of like Blood Bowl. Like and- respawning? Yeah, and you can choose where things respawn. Um, I don't remember the term that they use, but there's like I'm going to call them portals. They it was orb something, where and you can choose at the start of your turn where that's going to be, and then all of your forces come out of that. So you can actually pop in and out everywhere. It seems uh, there's two different factions right now. There's the Marcher Worlds, which are like your um, free peoples type thing. Uh, the Iron Star Alliance is for Infinity people. This would be the equivalent of Pano. They're the big corporate overlords that pretty much control most things and are really, really strict. Uh, mm, there's a third one down here. Yes, a Turnus Continuum. I'm gonna say, which are the bad guys. Um, yeah, that that's the one, three that they've announced so far. I actually do like the look of the models, honestly. Um, I am. No, they look them. good. I am watching it. I haven't said I'm backing it or anything at this stage. Everything is going to be metal and resin. So Ugh. they have strictly said that they will not be doing hard plastic because they want to do all of their stuff in-house, which is what they do now with their other games. Um, I, I get that. I just, yeah. I I don't like metal. I hate metal models, but yeah. It's always been an unpopular opinion. People have a nostalgia for metal models. I just don't agree with the nostalgia. Yeah. But it's their thing. I'm not I'm not going to hate on a game just because they choose to go in that direction. I was buying Fair, a yeah. whole ton of Infinity at one point, and that's all metal. That, that, that is literally probably the one thing that kept me out of Infinity was everything was metal. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, uh, I made the exception for it because um, I love the models. Um, I quit building those models several times. Um, I have witnesses to rage. I was a very angry person building my Infinity models. So um, I, I will note this. This is, uh, they're actually calling some of their model. Oh, no, never mind, never mind. Okay, so they're recycling a word from their stuff, uh, Warjack. Yes. Um, I found out a little bit about the law. The law for Warmer Hordes came to like a zenith recently, where, because there was this thing about um, they had to pay a price for the magic that they'd gotten from the evil people a long time ago. And they managed to trick their way out of it by going to this new world. And so they're now two different universes somehow. Warmer Hordes is still going on and are still doing its thing. But the people that escaped 
Um, and it's now hundreds of years later since they've escaped, and that's why all the things are different. Um, I've explained it very poorly, but that's my understanding of where this has come from. The reason they went to Kickstarter apparently is because although they have a very strong base, this is a completely new and completely different style of game for them. So they weren't 100% sure if there was going to be a community that would actually get behind it. So that's why they went to Kickstarter, which is fair enough. They're not one of the companies that exploit it, so I don't have a problem with it. Again, another unpopular opinion about the exploitation of Kickstarter. What? You have those? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a very popular man with my CMON opinion on a regular basis. But yeah, yeah. moving on. Um, uh, TT moving Combat on. have announced something that got some very loud, happy voices. Drop Zone Commander is getting 2.1 rules, fixing pretty much what most of the existing player base were unhappy about. Yay. I have to admit, I mean, I do have Drop Zone and I am in theory collecting ready to play, but I don't know the game well enough to have understood what the problems were i mean i did skim through the posts but i because i didn't have an affinity for the game yet i didn't i couldn't really have an opinion on it um but it's good that they're listening to their player base and not doing the stubborn this is our game we'll do it how we want right i'm not yeah i'm not totally positive what the changes is too because i mean i have the new rule book and i played version one and 1.1 but i haven't played anything uh in version two yet or so i'll have to look into this more myself yeah, I mean, I've I've looked through the rule book, um, but I didn't buy the original rule book because I knew this one was coming out. I just didn't see the. <gasps> Sorry, just didn't see the point. I, well, I I bought it just because it was Battle for Earth. Battle for Earth included 2.0, and it had all the the uh, it had some stuff for Drop Fleet in it as well. No, 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 no. I have dropped Battle for Earth. Okay. I didn't buy the old books because Battle for oh, Earth correct. was coming out. Okay. Yeah. Which is funny because all I have for Drop Zone is the old book. Yeah, I have them yeah. all. I need to get around to picking a paint scheme for my... Oh, I know what I can do! I don't have to do Drop Fleet. I can do Drop Zone. None of my models are painted. There you go. There you Yay! go. Um, They've also released... Oh, sorry. The new rule book is on pre-order now. Still no digitals. Lewis, I want digital copies. Come on. I want, please. Um, they're also releasing a modular Venetian scenery set, which looks there's a U, there's a YouTube video that you can watch of how quickly it goes together. Um, I don't play Carnivale, but this scenery set is really tempting. I really like what they can do with it. I think it could work for Age of Sigma or Hell D and D really, really easily. Well, anything can work for D and D unless it's absolutely obviously like 40k themed. Yeah. Or uh, Infinity. Oh, I reckon half of the 40k stuff would still work, honestly. All you gotta do is make sure there's no gun. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Are Lewis. you watching the video? I, I am fast forwarding through it. Lewis, you you have to send us, a, each of us, you have to send us a, a kit of this so that we can uh, preview, preview it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, t- totally. T- just, you know, j- just to, to help you out. Uh, They've designed a also, really good thing here. Lewis, if, you, if you're listening to us, uh, the the video the 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 final kit in the video uh it, in facebook uh send me a message with the uh, the pound amount so that i can either then you know say shut up and take my money or start sobbing one of those two um that is a that is a beautiful beautiful looking setup like i don't care if it's not the the appropriate size i would set that up like that 
and play a, a, an Age of Sigmar match on it. I would have my oh, night. Oh yeah, the, the the night haunt would fit perfectly on that. And then having like magma dross and fire slayers just running havoc through there, that would just be amazing looking. Hell, all you need to do for that is change out the water underlay and get a get a lava mat to go underneath. Yeah, and then you're literally playing in the caves where your where your guys come from. Oh God, Ooh. yeah, I really uh, like that clock tower. No, but seriously, Lewis, I I'm not joking when I say that. Uh, send me a message on how much that is. I will sell a kid or a testicle. I don't need those anymore. <laughs> um, next, uh, where are we at? War cradle. Um, War cradle. Yeah. Um. So dystopian wars. We've been waiting on a date for that. Uh, there was an announcement a week ish or so ago that unfortunately it's not going to be out in time for salute, which was their secret date that they had planned to get it out um covid or coronavirus has kind of affected the release date because of all the shutdowns and stuff uh this is probably going to be a news story that's going to end up getting recycled for a lot of different companies in the next few months i suspect oh it's hit fantasy flight fantasy flights all of the uh new releases for the clone wars it's all pretty much out of stock already from their first initial release of units and the droid tank still hasn't been released yet it's been delayed even further than what it and it's already, it was delayed by a month already so yeah it's yeah. it's hitting everything um for those that are sick of hearing about coronavirus you're not going to stop hearing about it anytime soon i'm afraid it's affecting pretty much everybody um but yeah look they are they've released uh pictures of what um a lot of the stuff has been going on they've continued with future waves uh, they don't have a release date planned. Well, they, they have one planned, but they don't have one that they can announce at this time. Um, first wave will include a two-player starter box, which I'm going to buy. Oh, actually, that'll depend. I need to double-check what forces are in it because I don't want to buy multiple forces. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I really wanted to get into the dystopian wars once I discovered it, and I'm like, oh, it's so cool. And then what happened a few months later? Yeah, we're all closing our doors. Everyone is redundant. Did it like what? Yeah, there was a lot of people that was surprised by that. But you can't hold War Cradle uh, responsible. For that. No, no. Yeah, I'm just uh that. And do I want to throwing stuff, stuff and seeing what sticks to the wall? My opinion on that has always been that I can't remember the name of the company, but they had a habit of releasing new games the moment that an old game had just been released. And then just expecting these 300 games to all just support themselves without new models. Um, I think it was the Halo franchise that killed it for them. Because yeah. I imagine that that license would not have been cheap. And it was 12 months after that game came out. And I never saw anybody playing it. I know there was a community for it. I, I, saw, I, I, I saw the game being played once. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of people get into it. And Firestorm Armada was another one of their games that kind of died off real fast too yeah that's another one that's coming back at some stage soon because who brought that somebody brought that but yeah, anyway um yeah oh no i think war cradle grabbed that too interesting yeah because the, the company went under but there was a couple of games that they had that was very successful uh those two had massive especially dystopian wars that was huge at one yeah point. i remember dystopian wars being out there yeah um we have a look finally at the so atomic mass games have been running painting competitions and tournaments and stuff officially wise 
they have shown off an updated version of their Odin, which is the prize for the painting competition that they're doing, which is just stunning. This is not an in-game piece, though. This is a statue that you can get for being the winner. Um, oh, okay, yeah, because yeah, that looks really flipping cool. I have a feeling that Odin would be massively overpowered in the game. I could be wrong. Odin overpowered? What? Well, he is Odin. Just, just like Thanos? Well, Thanos is coming, though. Is he? Yes, we've already seen pictures. Oh, that's right. I remember Thanos is that. a mad titan, not a god. True. He, want, he wants to make out like he's a god in the comics, I think. I could be wrong. I don't know. The character in the movies and the comics are very... Uh, no, it's Darkseid that's a god, which is the DC equivalent. And... The only G-Dub one I picked out this week because, well, there's Lizardman releasing, um, which is exciting, especially for Lizardman people. We'll finally find out how they're going to fix the fluff, which was a disaster. Um, I just want the old fluff back. The old fluff was awesome. Um, there's a box set for Daughters of Cain? No. What's, yeah. the dark, what's the Dark Elves called now? Oh, oh, I don't know. Daughters of something starting with K. Um... And there's another one for the Doom, uh, Gloom Spike gets through the power of editing. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'll be able to tell you in a second. Oh no, I was right. It is Daughters of Cain. I was right all along. I should never have doubted myself. Um, I don't know any of the armies very well, but from what I understand, the Daughters of Cain box is kind of eh. Uh, it is actually slightly cheaper though. So, oh wait, is it? Am I on the Australian one? Yes. So. That one is 140 compared to one I can't see. Yeah, so it's slightly cheaper. Basically, it's the um, Cauldron box set with uh, one box of their foot troops. So it's kind of a, it's an eh box, but it's also 140 in, instead of the usual 165 So it's $25 Australian cheaper. Yes, we are getting ripped off, but that's a different argument. Um, the, the Lizardmen have a really nice box set coming. They are also getting a new box set, which is a specific one for the Skinks, which is quite nice. And they have a Stegodon now, I believe, now too. Or the, the or something. So, yeah, something new about the Stegodon, I think, or something. I remember seeing something about that. But there's a meme that they put out about how to build your army. You could do a fluffy one. You can do... Oh, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Or you could take eight Stegodons and be that player, I think was what they was talking about. But I don't know if that's something in the new rules or the old rules. Uh, they also get their terrain piece, which is a giant Aztec-looking temple, which makes sense. I've seen people putting that together, and people are loving it. So How? It's not out yet. I saw people building something. It's like a pyramid with like a, a little ring on top. Oh, maybe people were building the store copy or something. Or they're uh, the people that get early stuff to uh, review. Oh, actually, that would make sense, yeah. Apparently, this terrain piece is going to be one that you can build backwards, so you can either have it so that it's all covered in vines and stuff like it is in the picture, or you can have it looking clean, which is nice. I don't know how it works, but that's nice. I'm guessing that it's just that there's two different pieces. Alrighty, well, um, that's we've, we've covered everything. We were good. We got through it quick. Wow. Dream. Blue. So I'm first on this list, so I guess I will start. Um, as I mentioned, I, uh, I I got Blood Bowl and I I got it put together. Um, I've started painting it, 
And and I find this is something new and interesting for me because I, I go for a very, you know, authentic type look for my armies. And these guys are very bright, which is not something I would normally do because, well, sporting things, with the exception of like the New Zealand blacks, things have bright colors, you know, flamboyant. And so um, yeah. I took I took a cue off of your Skaven. And I've been seeing a lot of brilliant blues being used on minis here the last few weeks. But uh, I've got some brilliant blue um, dwarf giants going. Um, I, I already put the transfers on and then started doing some of the, uh, the dry brushing for like, you know, the paints being wearing off, you know, for the metal armor and stuff. So it looks like that the, the team, you know, insignia, you know, is painted on it. It's being worn off as well. Nice. Nice. That's a cool idea. Yeah. So, and I'm, also using using my uh rune lord brass uh for for stuff and i'm really liking how that's that's coming together because it's a, a very it's not a, a really brassy color but it's it's a great color that goes with the blue as like a, a contrast for how it's all going to work work together um that all that being said i'm also going to do uh uh that vallejo uh off-white that i found that matches the uh games workshop uh medium for uh contrast paints and i'm going to do all the skin and uh uh hair uh with contrast paint nice nice um i uh, honestly the that is that is the place for for contrast uh, is skin and hair i mean it it's it it makes it look good and it makes it easy and you're not sitting there pulling your hair out so yeah i was looking at blood bowl stuff again recently I um I don't know I have an itch to play the game but I want an army that I want not army you know what I mean you, you want you want an army the army you want you want it to look good yes I don't want stupid big ugly looking hat people I want proper chaos dwarves that don't look horrible yeah uh, Captain Socks what hobby has thine done or champion of fabric footwear according to Bruce now on our run sheet <laughs> thanks Bruce. <laughs> I try to come up with something clever every time. So I just, uh, with the new release of uh, the B2 Super Battle Droids for Star Wars Legion, I picked up a couple of boxes of those and uh, put one together, put a squad together this afternoon, got another one on the sprues that I'm uh, going to be putting on uh, together tomorrow, and then uh, probably be painting my Rebels, starting to paint through my Rebels as well. Uh, continuing with that backlog that I have, and then... Uh, now that I have a scourge lit fleet that I need to find and see how many I've got built, I'll start working on those as well. Thanks, Michelle. Again, I'm sure he would say that you're welcome. I- I'm sure he would too. I-, I know he would. So that's what I've been working on uh, lately. Um, so, what about you, Bruce? Um, I've been working a lot, but no, I've been working on a few things. Um, the Marvel stuff that I mentioned that I had slash was receiving last episode is all built. Some of it's undercoated. I haven't had a chance to get any further with that. Um, in the most recent Black Panther stuff, the model that everybody was talking about having trouble with was um, Shuri, because she had those Black Panther gauntlets, and the bottom of the mouth was a separate piece and quite small. Um, honestly, I had no trouble with it. I mean, I could see why people don't like it, because it's tiny, but I didn't have a lot of problem, because the actual socket fits only one way so it means that once you've got it there it kind of stays there um the bit i did have trouble with is that the arms don't really have that socket it's just a flat piece 
and getting them to actually stay in place was quite difficult. Um, I also had a bit of trouble with Loki's staff trying to get that to line up properly while it was drying because it kept on slipping, but that was more me. And I already mentioned about the missing horn, which is just that, that stuff happens. Um, there was a few people that had issues with Thor's cape. I didn't really. Um, I didn't really find that fiddly at all. Um, the models still continue to be really good. I, um, I'm really enjoying the model range. Um, I'm needing to do more painting. Um, but I just wanted to mention that mainly because, especially with Shuri, there was a lot of people talking about how difficult that was. Um, it seems to be a very common theme with people not liking the fiddly bits in these models. Um, I've dealt with a few games now that have fiddly bits, Malifaux being the big one that everybody talks about. Um, again, this is nothing on Malifaux's level. Um, but I can see where people may be getting a tad frustrated because small parts are frustrating, especially if you have that one tiny bit in your hand and then it disappears and you can't find it. We've all been there. Um, I've also been working on my Skaven. I actually 3D printed a base for my Thankwill and Bone Ripper that I was going to use, but the um, texture on it doesn't quite match with everything else. I kind of thought, well, it might be close enough, but it's a cobblestone instead of actual bricks, and I kind of put them side by side and went, yeah, no, they're very, very, that's not going to work. Not not in my, because I'll always know that it's wrong. Um, so I've Because my base for Thankwill and Bone Ripper has disappeared. I've had to order some new ones. And I continue playing with the 3D printer, which is still something I'll do a full-on review on later. But honestly, with the communities that's out there, I mean, the Photon has a very strong community of people out there that basically just give good advice. Um, yeah, I actually ordered... Uh, any Quebec have ordered a wash and cure station. I actually pre-ordered that. It hasn't arrived yet, obviously. Um, up until now, I've been using what most people use, which is just pickle jars and you kind of move the tray up and down to wash them and i mean that does work but it's a bit of an eyesore and between those and everything else this is just it looks nicer you certainly don't need it but it looks nicer and it gets rid of the eyesore of all of the models sitting on the windowsill until they harden properly um but yeah that's been me i mean i have got a few things done but not as much as probably last time we spoke um because last time was three weeks in between well it sounds like you still did more than i did and me yeah, but George, you never do anything. I do too. Nah, you don't do anything. Casey do. does everything and you take the credit for it. She does not hobby the way I hobby. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I guess we are on to this then? Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. Uh, so we got some uh, Drop Fleet head. demo and Game Night with... Yeah, Obviously, I mentioned this is this not last near me. That it was, no, it was the one that I ran. Um, so last Friday, we had mentioned it was an upcoming event. Last Friday, the demo night happened. Uh, ended up being pretty much pure drop fleet. Adrian actually organized a game with somebody. Um, I ran my friend David Bliss and someone that turned up for the night through a demo. It ended up being UCM versus UCM because the other guy actually had UCM stuff and just hadn't played for a while and was kind of just like wanted to get involved. Um, so by chance, if you're listening, Peter, thank you for helping us through. Uh, it had been a while since I'd played a game too, so I kind of felt quite rusty. Um, things went well. Uh, Bliss actually won through a strategy that he kind of came up with at the last minute. He was losing by like two points at one stage. Um, and 
in the last turn, got some troops down to the ones that he needed and then moved everything else off to either contest and take things out or take control of. And he got quite lucky on his rolls and took out Peter's stuff on one particular location. There was two of them that were then um, not controlled by one particular person and he was actually controlling more than Peter was. So Dave ended up taking the game pretty much at the last minute through actual genuine smart thinking which is always nice to see in in a new player um but went well um the only downside was is that i had bike issues because it seems that my battery on my bike motorbike has died um so at one point i had to make an embarrassing phone call to adrian and say i'm not going to make it because at that point it looked like i wasn't going to um but yeah everything ended up going well i got a jump start and managed to get it going and still need to replace the battery because it's not going to survive um Ended up being about 40 minutes late, but that's life, I guess, when things go wrong. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to give an update because it's uh, it's my first thing that I've done as a TT agent officially. Uh, there'll be another one coming up next weekend, which is in our upcoming events, which is one that we have mentioned before. Um, but yeah, for anyone that is not already aware, there is a Drop Zone and Drop Fleet Commander um, Discord for the Australian community or the Oceanic community. If you're not already on it and you're kind of like, I want to get involved in this game, but nobody plays it, get on there. You'll find, hopefully find people in your area that either are playing or want to get into it. Um, same with everything else. I mean, if you want to play a game and you don't think anybody's playing it, try asking. You might find that there's more people in your area into it than you realize. Well, I had my first game of our Blood Bowl League here. Uh, it was it was my How badly did you lose? Uh, two to one. That's not too bad. No, no. Did you have any deaths? Um, I did not. Um, because well, dwarves versus uh, Amazon. Um, I didn't actually uh kill anything either. But uh, I dropped uh I dropped him down to where uh when it was uh my turn to go you know and try to score. Uh, he was shorthanded by uh one player because I had knocked out a total of three. Nice, nice. So, um, yeah, uh, it, it's a fun little interesting game. Um, some of the stuff, it's a little, you know, trying to wrap your head around it. Um, like some of the, you know, like this player's here, so you, you can't do this or it counts for this. Sometimes that's, that, that's a little confusing when you're, when you're first trying to figure out and learn. But other than that, I mean, it is a great fun little game. I can see why it's been around as long as it has been. It's definitely got its good points, yeah. I mean, th there's definitely elements of the game that feel very old. Uh, that's not always a bad thing, um, but, but it, it's going to be something you like or you don't. Right, yeah. Um, and, and, and a lot of the stuff for me, too, is just the fact that, you know, I like playing games. So, yeah. It's funny, that. It's almost like games are supposed to be fun. Right? Captain Sox, uh, how's your uh, Star Wars League thing? So I played another game last night. Uh, very good uh, opponent by the name of Jameson. He's uh, him and his dad just got into Legion right around the Christmas time frame. That was kind of their their gift was to get into Legion. Um, so I played uh, with what did I bring in? I brought in the Jin as my commander from uh, Rogue One and a bunch of uh, trooper units. Uh, unfortunately I was able to kill Darth Vader on turn three or f turn three, which was his commander. Uh, and after that, I was 
I was able to focus fire on a lot of his units and flanked his entire army by turn four uh, by collecting supplies. Our objective was to capture as many little supply boxes out of five as you could and hold them until the end of the game. Um, so it was a great game. My son, James, also came along and played a little 500-point game. He is now wanting to buy and get into get his own army. So I'm like, yes, I've got him hooked. So uh, that'll probably be his Christmas present this year. Is his own no, normally army. getting kids hooked on stuff is a bad thing. But I know. Hey. <laughs> I know. So my 10-year-old son is also kind of interested in getting into it. So I'm like, yes, there's there's two of my four sons into Star Wars Legion here within the next four or five months. So, but it's good uh, overall in the campaign. Uh, we just finished uh, round four, or we're going to finish round four next week. Um, and we're the the rebellion players. We're able to like, secure our home, all the planets around our home system, but we've got, managed to capture one planet near the uh, Emperor Capital Coruscant. And so, starting turn next round, we can actually launch an attack into their their capital system and, and win the game if ruin the entire campaign if we can win that game so it's been hard fought it's been fun going back and forth uh so we'll see what happens this next round so which side which side are you actually on again sorry the rebels i'm i'm playing rebels in this campaign you're, you're and, playing and, the bad guys okay yeah <laughs> uh, but uh we there's talk that we're going to be doing the clone wars next uh probably next year so after this campaign ends we'll probably start building our clone war our clone wars armies and then uh, start a campaign probably at the beginning of next year. So I'll probably be playing as the Separatists uh, when that campaign hits off because I've built and been playing as the droids in that those two factions right now. Nice, nice. And hey. one of my problems is I am trying to find the uh, stat lines for the Sheltary Dreadnoughts because I don't have Battle for Earth. DF list. Uh, thank you. There you go, George. Mine's not within range. Oh, I just want to make sure I build the right one because, well, I think I want the uh, distortion cannon because distortion. From memory, you have the option of distortion cannon or that's it because you want the distortion cannon. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's. When I get my oh. one, it'll be a, uh, I'm trying to remember the, the Romulus, I think it is. The one with the, the barbarian cannon? No, the other one. I thought is we that... wanted the, the, the bombard cannon because the bombard cannon was all. Was what? Awesome. George was going to build an army around it at one point. Oh, don't. Yeah, I'm still thinking about it. That, that I think that cannon is flipping awesome. The the heavy bombardment cannon of six barrels? Yeah, the one that says, Sector, you're gone. Yeah, that one. Can I make a suggestion for both of you if you're going to do this? What? Magnets exist. Oh, I have magnets. Yeah. I there have some small... zero reason not to magnetize it. I, I actually have magnets of a of an appropriate size thanks to uh, Blood Bowl. Well, there you go. You don't have to make a decision. Yeah, it's the Romulus that I, the, that's the one with the hypernova laser that you can overcharge it and get up to twenty two or twenty eight damage if you roll well enough on. Nice. Yeah. So I I, I played we've pro when I was still the down range, uh we we proxied a game a game and I guy one night and I destroyed the uh the Washington dreadnought in one shot just with that burn through overcharge no like literally yeah it was uh pretty nasty it was pretty pretty nice yeah so yeah if i do the plutonium for that for this uh competition thing i'm uh already halfway done with a uh, list well there you go i guess it's just me then yeah you gotta get your drip your drop fleet or drop zone stuff figure out what you want to do 
Yeah, I got to figure out how much I have. I don't know. I'd actually know if I've got. I doubt I've got a thousand points, but I'd hopefully I'm close. Which faction do you have? There's only one faction worth owning. Scourge, the heroes of the entire game. Yeah, I'm still like my Shaltari in that game. Yeah, yeah, but Shaltari are only there to manipulate and play with everybody else. They're clearly the villains in this scenario. That is fun they fact. deliberately made the scourge out to be they fun deliberately fact. made the scourge out to look like the bad guys. What's the fun fact? If I do a platinum and a diamond, I only have to come up with 190 more points. <laughs> I don't know if you can get that scrounge up there, George. It might be a little hard for you. Well, the the points for that? Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's rough. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, I will be building a plutonium. That's that's what it. Yes. I kind of want to dare you to do both of them and then make you film yourself because I want to watch you get enraged as you're forced to paint every dot. Because it's for a painting competition, therefore you have to paint every dot. You have no yeah. choice in the matter. So, so actually, um, having learned a lot from doing dots the last time, I actually have I have better abilities to do to do dots, um, and 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 and, and better, better methods and stuff. Um, but I, I need to do a, a test paint first with with what I have here in my mind because. I, I remember when I discovered the uh, color shift paint, um, um, I guess, uh, problem when I, I did a base coat color and then I, I, I sprayed the color shift on and it and it completely changed it, how it worked. So I have some thoughts that having an airbrush, I can, I can do some stuff and, you know, maybe, maybe uh, pull some cool effects. We'll, we'll have to see though. Just don't forget that you need to have a glossy undercoat or that you need to do a gloss over your base. I, I have a bottle of nothing but gloss medium for, for airbrush. Good. Yeah, yeah. So no, I'm I'm prepared in the in the ways of, of, of gloss. So so go, go talk speaking of this competition, going back to my scourge, I was thinking about doing a color shift. I don't know what type what's the best way of, of applying that? I've never done so, so the ultimate best way is you you want to have a uh, a black uh, glossy undercoat is what they recommend. Like I said, I've discovered some things where that's not necessarily the case. But the best way to apply it is with airbrush. You can brush it on, but you will get a much better, more even yeah. result with an airbrush. An airbrush. Yeah, you can use either way, but yeah, my advice would be paint uh, would be airbrush. Um, Black covered by gloss, or you can use white covered by gloss, and it will be the opposite of what you're expecting it to be. Um, but you can't do like silver and then do over the top because it just won't work at all. Remember? Yes, it will. No, not without the gloss. You have to do gloss over well, the yeah, top of the silver. You do have, yeah, you do have to have the gloss. But uh, I did. Sorry, yes, I, I misspoke. But yeah, you can't. You can't just expect the silver by itself to work because it won't. Yeah, you yeah you have to have the gloss undercoat. The the you can do whatever you want, but you have to have gloss on top of that base coat. In a sense, yep, yep. yep. Or okay. you buy a paint that is gloss. Gloss. You can already. get primers that are glossy. Vallejo sell them. Uh, Green Stuff World sell them as well. Just keep in mind that if you're buying from Greenhouse World, you're going to lose two weeks waiting for it to arrive. I would check to see if you've got a local supplier or go to Amazon. Amazon do sell Vallejo products. Yeah, um, and then if you have Prime, then you know you have it in two days. Yep. Yeah, 
Um, shall we move on to upcoming events? Upcoming events, 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 Um, okay, I mentioned very quickly earlier, this coming Saturday, which is Saturday the 14th of March, um, hopefully the events, sorry, hopefully the episode's out by then, um, at the Outlook Community Centre in Pakenham, it's a free event, I will be demoing Drop Fleet Commander, Adrian will be demoing Drop Zone Commander, um, we will be there to show anybody how to play, uh, hell, you can probably watch us play each other, um, come along, it's free, bring your kids, um, get demos of multiple stuff it's tabletop games it's board games it's role play games um do something different with your family this this coming weekend it's the first weekend i've had in two months as in like a proper weekend so i'm spending it to give you games if you're local if you're not local then do something else well i just replied naturally to something and i'm glad i have a push to talk set up <laughs> uh okay we've also got gen con coming up still uh yep. which captain socks is going to be there Yep, I will be there all four days. Uh, so if you guys have anything as we get closer to let me know what you want me to go see and uh, not just you and you and George and Bruce, but any of our listeners out there, let me know what you guys want me to go see and I'll uh, go take some notes on everything. Um, PAX is, sorry, the proper PAX um, is coming up October 9th till 11th. I will be there all three days. Uh, it actually turns out that there's going to be a third person there that didn't know Adrian and I were going and wants to go there to demo drop fleet. So we probably have a three-person team to do that, which will be nice. Um, I'm going to try and... This is going to be the first year I'm going without going for myself because I always buy a weekend pass and it's just, look, this is my weekend. I don't care about anything else. I can't do that this year. Well, I can, but I'm choosing not to. But I'm going to try and find a way of getting some talks and stuff with people as well. So we'll see how it goes. Still hate you because you get to go to Gen Con and I don't, though. I know you do. Sorry, Bruce. Start swimming no, now, not. like we said last time. True. Start swimming now. I'll die before I get there. And then the whole world will be happy. Uh, Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Except you two will have to do the run sheets yourself at that point, so maybe you won't be happy. Oh, oh that's crap. true. Son of a... <laughs> But otherwise, unless you gents have something else, I think that's us. We just gotta I, I think that is. tell us where is to find it? things. Uh Facebook.com slash getting tabled. Email us at getting tabled at gmail.com. Uh the website is gettingtabled.weebly.com. Um, I feel like I'm missing something else. Twitter is at getting tabled. At getting tabled. Um I think we need that's... to discuss the Patreon. Yes, we, we do need to discuss that because we didn't discuss it when we said we discussed it because I, I had a very busy life the week we said we were going to try to do that. <laughs> um, okay. Editing is a wonderful thing. What time is it for you two now? Right now? Yes. 10, 11 p.m. for me, so 11, 11 for us. I, I, can, I can be up for a little while longer if we need to. Okay. We had decided, obviously, th this is all being cut out, George. This is all being cut out. And through the powers of editing, we had the conversation last week. Go ahead, Bruce. Definitely not just now. Yeah, no, we definitely didn't do it just now. We definitely had it last week, like we said we were going to. Okay, so the Patreon is live. It has been live for quite a while, but we keep on telling you guys, no, don't do anything yet. 
wait for us to be ready. Um, so this is what we're looking at. We're going to have a $2 tier, which gives you access to everything. And it means that you guys can support us, help us pay the costs that George is mostly paying at the moment, um, and continue to improve our services. Uh, we want to do it at a thing that's affordable for everyone. Um, it's less than a cup of coffee. Um, nobody needs to do it, but if you can support us, that would be awesome. There is also going to be a an advertisement spot available. Uh, I know that there's already been someone that's thrown their hand up to kind of go, hey, I'd be willing to do that again, which is someone that's helped us in the past. Um, you will be able to see the details on that if you go to patreon.com slash getting tabled. Um, at the very least, if you could at least follow it, you can follow that without supporting if you're not in a situation to do so, so far. We have a number of articles that are already going to be going on that. Uh, George has a video that he's been working on for a while that will be going there as well. And, and well, three, but one, one of them for sure will start. Yes. Um, look, there's multiple stuff that's going to be there. Everything that we're doing will eventually be available, but there will be certain things that are going to be exclusive because otherwise we're not going to be able to get anybody to help back us on this. Um, you're not paying for a lifestyle. You're not paying for drinks. You're just paying to help us get out there and get better. So anybody that can support do us, more stuff. please do. Um, otherwise, with that final awkward conversation finally out of the way, play more games. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For listening to Getting Table. Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Mataris at soundimage.org.